Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. And this is a distinctly Christian assessment of the Valentine's Day School Massacre in Parkland, Florida. First, comma, the Bible requires us to weep with those that weep and rejoice with those that rejoice. And it's a time of great weeping for the parents and other relatives of the students as well as three adults that were massacred so savagely uh, by this young man, one of the former students. I try to think how I would feel if uh, one of my children or grandchildren were killed in such a horrific way. And it's uh, difficult to imagine it. Join with me in praying that God overwhelms and comforts the hearts of all of these relatives even the unbelievers. He showers them with his common grace and draws them close to him and to trust in his son. Second, this heinous act again exhibits that there is great evil in our world. The Christian picture of the world is realistic. We don't live in a world in which most people are highly virtuous and acts of such savagery occur because of some defect in the moral system. No, the Bible teaches that man is born into depravity and in addition he is conditioned by and influenced by Satan and satanic and demonic forces attempting to overturn the Lord's kingdom. And this leads to a third and quite pointed observation. The perpetrator is now sitting in a mental facility, and there can be no doubt that mental illness is a fact of life in a sinful world. But the key word there is not mental, but sinful. It's truly mind-boggling how many social commentators on the left, and even some on the right, are quick to explain such uh, horrific, murderous events as the result of uh, the perpetrator's mental illness. There's a particular worldview behind that estimate. It's basically this. Since there's no such thing as sin, a violation of God's law, because people are basically good when they uh, perform uh, obviously horrific deeds, the problem must be uh, physical or mental and uh, not spiritual, because, of course, there are no spiritual problems. When is the last time you heard anyone on CNN, or Fox News for that matter, say the basic problem with this young man is he was utterly filled with sin and depravity? You won't hear that, because to acknowledge his sinfulness is to acknowledge the reality of human sinfulness in general. And to do that further is to acknowledge the reality of a sovereign triune God who determines what sin is and how it must be dealt with. Even if this young perpetrator suffered from a degree of mental illness, that mental illness colluded with a more fundamental fact of his nature, and that is his depravity, his sinfulness, his war on God. That is his fundamental problem, and that is our culture's fundamental problem. This means, fourth, that proposed solutions that do not take human sinfulness into account will be failures and will cause more problems than they solve. A prime example is the time-worn 
response calling for greater uh, and more restrictive gun laws. This is not simply a question of violating the Second Amendment. The New York Times itself is calling for the recension, the abolition of the Second Amendment. Perhaps that won't surprise you. The deeper problem is the assumption which is rife on the left and increasingly among conservatives that uh, political legislation can solve cultural problems. It can't. And in this case, uh, increased or more restrictive gun legislation would only exacerbate the problem. A legitimate Christian short-term answer would uh, be to meet the threat of illegitimate murderous violence with the threat of legitimate virtuous violence. For example, the Florida legislature could permit teachers and administrators in public schools to carry concealed weapons. This would both discourage shooters as well as radically reduce the number of victims in a school shooting. Of course, that's not the final answer. The final answer is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The final answer is parents who do not allow children to glory in violence on TV and in video games. It means a press, particularly cable television, that doesn't make a spectacle of the violence. At the most basic level, however, it means families and churches that preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ and in fact exalt the violence at the root of the Christian religion. I mean specifically the violent death of Jesus Christ who bore on the cross the penalty of our sinfulness. God the Father inflicting on His own Son His holy wrath. And trusting in Him we're put back into a place of fellowship with Him and He returns us to a place of peace individually and eventually a peaceful culture. This complex of points is a Christian answer to the horrific school violence in Parkland, Florida. And I say boldly that there are no legitimate answers that conflict with these. If we refuse these answers, the violence will continue unabated. This is P. Andrew Sandlin, ChristianCulture.com.